Mike check, Mike check. Morning Master Podcast, your host, man, of course. <laughs> Across from me, I got a very special guest, my nigga Big King. How you doing today, Big King? Turned up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, first thing first, I want to start out, you know, like I always do, uh, thank you to all the supporters. Um, and, you know, just tell the people a little bit about yourself. My name Big King. I drank. <laughs> and I got I got two mixed babies. <laughs> okay, so uh, tell us how does it feel having these mixed babies? Man, this shit a struggle, man. Mulatto children, boy. This shit got them crazy, boy. Is that why you drink so much? You don't drink orange juice? No, nah, I don't like orange juice. Cherry, cherry, drink, cherry Pepsi? I don't drink no juice. Cherry Pepsi? Nah, that shit kind of gay. <laughs> Let me stop jobbing on me. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out my nigga Maine, man. That's my nigga, bro. Hey, bro. Um... You know, uh, me and Maine got nominated for uh Independent Hustle Award. Okay. Yeah. How you feel about that? Bro, you ever been to a graduation before? Like a high school graduation? Any graduation, nigga. You got degrees yeah. and shit, nigga. Yeah. Oh, you went? I mean, I had my mom forced me to go to my bachelor's because you remember high school, I got kicked out of the guy. Oh, you did go to your shit for your bachelor's. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. lie, you was real low-key about it, and you wouldn't let me go. That shit was kind of lame. Yeah. I ain't gonna that lie. That shit embarrassing to graduate at fucking 26 no, years not, old. No, it's not, nigga. Yes, the fuck it is. No, it's not. I'm Bruh. in there, everybody like 22, 23. Bro, it's not, it's not, it's not how you win the race. It's when you win the race. Yeah. And Let me honestly. Take mic real quick, too. You said turn it? And honestly, I got my little associate motherfucker in business management. I graduated yeah, I with that. I graduated with that early. But then I was like, boy, because I thought I was going to be like a warehouse nigga the rest of my life. And I was like, I can't do this shit, bro. I can't work with my back the rest of my life. Bro, I only ask you that because um, that's how I feel about like awards and shit. Me, I'm the type of person, dog, I don't need, I don't need appraisal and, and excuse me, approval. From like other people to validate me or make me feel better. Like, yeah. I don't need. I I gave a speech, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna say it, bro. Fuck it, I'm just gonna say it. I'm not, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm a real ass nigga, bro. I'm not sugarcoating myself no more. I'm not being PC, none of that shit, bro. Bro, Blue put a podcast out mm-hmm. and got down. It was a video. It was 30 minutes of them talking about Blue winning the Little League Championship. Mm-hmm. And Damo showed us that shit, and Damo was roasting him. And I was like, bro, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Us as grown-ass men, we got to stop having meetings where we have other grown-ass men sucking our dicks. Mm-hmm. We got to stop doing that shit, bro. Pause, but yeah. <laughs> For real, bro. Pause, but. Like, niggas, niggas just be wanting approval so bad from other people. Like, bro, mm-hmm. I don't need nobody congratulating me. Like, every once in a while, you know, it feels good or whatever, I guess. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't need that shit, nigga. I'm, I'm self-motivated. Like, approval from others doesn't motivate me. Someone patting me on the back doesn't motivate me. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I be kind of weirded out when people come up to me in public. I don't know. And it always be women because, you know, niggas is haters. It always mm-hmm. be women, and they be like, "Hey, man, I really fuck with the podcast." Like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I be trying not to like seem like an asshole, but I'm not really good at taking compliments. Mm-hmm. So, with all that being said, that's how I feel about the award shit. And also, Maine said some real shit because niggas was mad that wasn't on the uh, on the award list. Niggas mm-hmm. was mad, and Maine was like, "Bro, it's a list of like 
a hundred fucking trophy shops in Augusta. You can just go to them shits and get you an award. Make you you an award. You know what I'm saying? And for real, bro, like, shout out to, uh, I think his name is Jay Paul. Shout out to him for the award, you know. Uh, We, bro, we kind of need shit like that in the city just to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But it's not the end all be all. Like niggas be getting riled up over awards, nigga. Who gives a fuck, nigga? You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie though, bro. I am. I'm the nigga that needs the pat on the back. For real? Mm-hmm. Ain't, not, I I mean, need, ain't nothing wrong with that. But I need to do, know. Do that. you need ten niggas in the room sucking you up though? No. Okay. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> What's that rapper name? Oh, uh, Isaiah Rashad. Yeah. Are you an Isaiah <laughs> Rashad type of nigga? Fuck no. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I need I need my accolades, bro. I need my uh my my praise. Do you get it? Most of the time, no. I'll be honest. <laughs> has your like, bro? Has your girl? See, I stopped saying the bitch word because I was just about to say that shit, but I stopped saying mm-hmm. it. Has your girl mm-hmm. ever like congratulated you and told you like? I mean, I I've heard her tell you like you're such a good dad. And I she see it in her face. She actually texted me. She actually texted me the other day. She was like, "Um, I love you." Have a great day at work. I'm so happy to have you in my life. I said that shit kind of gay. <laughs> I said, hey, that shit like you be like, what the fuck you got going on? Yeah, I said she must have went through my text messages again or some shit. Like, nah, that life insurance policy came in the mail. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I was like real suspicious, but she really just texted me to say that shit, bro. How how, uh, how did you feel when she said it? I felt good, but I also felt a little indifferent. It's like this, bro. I talked to Katie, <clears throat> Katie about this the other day. Um, when it comes to like showing affection, like me and my mom didn't show much affection growing up. Like we, like my dad kind of like drilled her into he's gonna be a man one day. You can't raise him to be soft type shit. So like when it comes to like being like really affectionate with like a woman, it's very hard for me. Very fucking hard for me. Yeah, I gotta um. I gotta give some flowers real quick too, bro, because I was having a conversation with one of my homeboys today, and you know I know uh, a couple niggas that just got caught cheating recently. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We was having a conversation or whatever, and uh, I was just telling the nigga, I was like, "Yeah, bro, you got to give her the speech, like, like, hey, I'm fucked up, shawty. Yeah, like I grew up seeing horrible relationships. Yeah, but I gotta give it to you, bro. I don't think you grew up too much differently than me. Mm-hmm. But you still have a better understanding of relationships and love than I do. Because most of the niggas around me, the reason I feel like the reason why they are the way they are is because of their upbringing and what they grew up seeing. Because my mm-hmm. first time seeing a a functioning relationship, like mom and dad, everything's functioning and everything is like picture perfect, mm-hmm. was my nigga Murph. Yeah. That was my first time seeing that shit. I would have to say my stepfather and my mom, but... Or my dad, you know, that's my dad. You know what? And that's my pops. But you know, relationships um, ain't gonna be perfect though. So maybe But I had a realistic I had a very realistic version of like a man. Like Yeah. You know, Weldon gonna keep that shit all the way one hundred. You know what I'm saying? And with that being said, like me and him always had a bond of like honesty about stuff like that. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, you know, relationship issues that, you know, him and my mom might have went through or whatever the fuck. Um and I don't hold it against them. It, it might be something weird, like, like we you've even been over, like we'd be sitting out by the campfire, and he'll he'll be talking about like his dog days back in the day and all that shit. And it's like, 
damn, all fucking men are the same, bro. Like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Sure. So it's like, with that being said, I always try to like, all right, I don't want to be a dog dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to be goddamn a little bit better than that. Because, you know, my dad being my example. But there's some niggas out here that's like not keeping it like funky like that. That like pretend they these types of dudes and then they really like some scumbags. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, bruh, I'm I'm just going to say it, dog. What? You know how like when you meet a girl mm-hmm. and she be like, yeah, you different. You ain't like most men. Yeah. Bro, I always look them dead in the face and be like, "Yes, I am." You just, we I'm just, worse. Yeah, <laughs> we just ain't been there yet. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know exactly. what I'm saying, bro? I ain't gonna cap. I ain't gonna cap. No female down, bro. I'm yeah. not no better than your baby daddy. I'm yeah. not no better than your ex husband. None of that shit, nigga. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Men, men and I'm women gonna, just so different, bro. I'm not even gonna say I am, but I'll, I'll pretend. I'll try, or I'll say I'll try. Yeah, I'll try to be a better now, man. Now, certain things about. About individuals do make them different. Like yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, you're probably the only male I know that's not hypersexual. Even though you oh, always nah, bro. Like it's like it's like a scale, right? And I just was explaining this last night. It's a scale, right? Mm-hmm. And like I was talking about self centeredness and how mm-hmm. everybody's self centered, mm-hmm. but once you go over five, that's like. The over self centered, yeah. yeah, that's where you kind of like break the scale. Yeah. So, like, if we're talking about sexuality uh, on a scale from zero to 10 and like five being over, you would be right under, you'll be like a mm-hmm. four, just yeah. just because you always talking about porn. If it wasn't yeah. for the porn, I think and it'd honestly, be all right. that I've been trying to abstain from porn and world star truth, uh, both. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Finally, fuck. Yeah, bro, I realized it was fucking me up in the head. Thank you, bro. Yeah, I've been bro. telling you this shit for like. 15 years. Yeah. But goddamn. Y'all niggas don't want to listen to me. This nigga slim lame as fuck. Like, bro, <laughs> you, you can't wake up at 5 in the morning and watch a fucking fight comp. You can't do that shit. That shit fucks with your head. I, bro, it, you know, I didn't think about it like that when I was, I was younger. I <laughs> bro, really waking up, like watching, watching a fight comp and then watching a bitch twerk for 10 minutes. <laughs> Come on, bro. You gonna start your day off with that? That shit the move. crazy, nigga. That shit the move. No, it's not. That is insane. But yeah, I've been trying to like, um, just stay away from goddamn all that hypersexual content. Um, it's hard though, bro, because like, I think that shit like really messed me up a little bit. That I, It's gonna take a while for me to get back like right. Because like, I'll be out in public and... I'll be around women and I'm very uncomfortable simply because it's like um, it almost brainwashes you into sexualizing women. Correct. Instead of just like having a conversation with a human being. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I feel like porn and the twerk videos, all that stuff like that, like it's like... Oh, bro. I, um, I had an interesting conversation last night uh-huh. and I meant to ask you this off camera, but I'm going to ask you on camera because it's going to be interesting. Uh, I was talking to a young lady and she was telling me how, you know, she said every man should have a little girl. And I said, why mm-hmm. you say that? And she said, because it changes you. And I told her, I said, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I don't think that shit would change me. And she mm-hmm. said, you say that now with oop. And I said, well, the reason why I don't think it would change me is because the person that on this earth that I feel like is the most similar to me is Big King. 
And I didn't mm-hmm. see that shit change him too much. Like, he started talking a little different and saying things a little differently. But I gave the example of the Kim K shit. I was like, that nigga still fuck with Kim K and he got a daughter. And she was like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with Kim K? And I gave her the breakdown. Like, nigga, no matter how you break it down, like, if you're in a seminar and you're explaining who Kim K is mm-hmm. and you're like, who is Kim K? And you're like, she's an influencer. What's an influencer? Nigga, no matter how you break it down, how you explain it, it's always going to go back to her being famous off of sucking dick on camera. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you still fuck with her and you got a daughter, so I'm like, it can't change you too much. Has having a daughter changed you, though, for real? Because that's what I want to know. It definitely has. Um, how, though? Not in Jurassic measures. Like, I'm still a man at the end of the day. But yeah. it changed me as in, I'll say this. It, it gives you a certain type of respect for women, I guess, because within that woman is you. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? So it's like, I, it's not to say I never didn't respect women. Like I seen my girl give birth, that gave me the utmost respect for yeah, her. Yeah, the utmost respect for her because, like, bro, I could never go through that shit. Yeah, imagine something this big coming out of something this big. Exactly, bro. <laughs> like that's just crazy to me. But like. Yeah, bro, ha- having a daughter, and especially, like, it's something that you hold dear and you want to protect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, my son, I didn't really have that. My son, he's little me. Mm-hmm. So with him, he's something I need to mold into a man um, that will go out in this world and hopefully become a positive influence and a contributor to society. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at my son. Um, my daughter, I kind of looked at her some precious that I need to hold dear to my heart, protect, and also also equip her with the tools to be way more dangerous than a man. You know what I'm saying? And understand how much power she does have because, you know, we dumb. You know what I'm saying? My daughter, she's going to be very pretty when she gets older. I already know that shit. So it's like I want her to understand as she gets older the power that she holds over men and never to let men hold that power over her. Because at the end of the day, they really do control. Are you how ready we to move. teach those lessons? Yeah, with well, my daughter especially. I'm gonna keep her under my wing for real, for real. You know, Carter, how are you gonna go about it though? Are you gonna be straightforward with it? Or are you gonna like? Yeah, I'm gonna tell her. I'm gonna just tell her. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give her all the game on how men think. And the first time she gets played, she's gonna realize that daddy was right the whole time. Because I'm gonna give her all the game. If he says this, it really means this. If he does that, he re- it really means that. And you got to find certain people that come from certain backgrounds and um, you got to see how they move. Bro, do you think men, oh, excuse me, women are like men like in the say like, I ain't, I ain't going to lie, I'm a big mama's boy. So mm-hmm. like I'm attracted to women that remind me of my mom. Mm-hmm. Do you think women are like that also? Like they're attracted to men that mm-hmm. remind them of their dads? Definitely, unless they have like super daddy issues. Like, um... But they still, at the end of the day, will be attracted to a man who reminds them of that father. You know so, what I'm so what if your little girl is like an outliner, and she ends up liking thug ass niggas and not niggas like you? Mm, if she does, hopefully he's a reformed thug. <laughs> hopefully he's not like <laughs> what the fuck is a reformed thug? Hopefully nigga? he's like, man, I used to do crazy shit back in the day, but now I'm an accountant type shit. Okay, but he's still a real nigga, but like he's just an accountant. 
What what if he got like Kodak wicks? I don't really you judge. You gonna like that shit. Yeah, I don't really judge off like hair and you shit. You gonna be like, you know, Gwen Katie, he kinda cool. There was there was a time I used to be like, oh, but then I started realizing like anybody can get wicks. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Like you could be it's just it, book by the cover. You know how that goes. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. But um I really wouldn't care. But as long as he's a upstanding dude and he don't put her hands on he don't put his hands on her and she don't put his hands on him. I'm all I'm all good with whatever. I don't care. Um as long as they ain't on some weird shit, you know. But um, yeah, bro. And I hope ho- but being around me and having good examples, and she's gonna have her brother as an example too. I'm gonna be on his ass. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be on his ass. He's gonna be disciplined. He's gonna play sports. He's gonna be in his books. He's gonna make good grades. There's no other if you have the capability of doing all that, you're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's no other options. Once you get out of the house, that's up to you. You know, you want to piss it away. But for the most part, the discipline that we're raised with by our parents, we usually maintain as we go through life. Correct. And that's why you want to start that early. Get your ass up, boy. Brush your teeth. Make your bed. And, you bro, you say that all the time. And I kind of be disagreeing with you sometimes. But sometimes I'll be like, I'll be like, damn, this nigga right. Like, you always be like niggas is a direct uh, reflection of how they grew up, mm-hmm. but you know it's some things that that like I believe in that has nothing to do with how I grew up. Like for instance, my mom's like a strong Christian, and I'm yeah. not. You know what I'm saying? There are some things that can turn you off, and like it depends on how. And then one, we're not. All right. I don't like to offend people. It's just like we're not five years old anymore. So it's like when you grow up, you start to see the world. You're not going to be able to explain everything from biblical terms. You know what I'm saying? Correct. But you can have, you know, a strong belief in Jesus and all that other stuff and still live a fulfilled life and be smart and out here and capable. But for the most part, Kids like us, especially millennials, we're just way too skeptical to even like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bro, let's stay on the uh, religion topic too because I got a couple topics for us today. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to start with a funny topic, but I'm going to just that? save it for uh, later because we on the road right now. So I I guess we can just go straight into uh, this recent Kyrie Irving and uh, Kanye shit. I wanted... Mm. I wanted uh that's why I started the podcast out joking. I I ain't well, I, I ain't do that shit on purpose, but acting like Maine. Because I really <laughs> I, I really like slick want to interview you about this topic because you're mm. more informed on this than I am. Like, what is a not not like give me an example, but what is a um anti Semitic statement? Like what is it? Something anti Semitic to me is is blatant racism against people of Jewish descent. Uh-huh. Um, and it doesn't necessarily even... It, it could be any any threatening act against, like, a, a person of Jewish descent. So, okay, okay, back in the day, right? And, mm-hmm. of course, we weren't alive, but, you know, me and you read a lot, so I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure you read about this. What were some of the statements that Malcolm X made that had people thinking he was anti-Semitic? Um, Because I don't know not one. Well, the thing is, 
really the nation of Islam itself is kind of as a whole. Oh, oh, you believe that? I don't know. I don't believe. It's just like here's the thing, bro. It's hard when you know when you when it comes to Jews, bro. Mm-hmm. They've been through so much that anything that seems the slightest anti-Semitic, they're gonna stamp it out because literally millions upon millions of their people were killed just by somebody making statements about their people. Correct. So it's like they feel the utmost like intent to stamp it out wherever it comes from. Just so and this it wasn't only the Holocaust that this happened. Um Jew the Jews have always been like a middleman kind of um culture. They've always been the the person in between the money and in between in between the 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 monarchy is in them and then there's the people, the common man, the common people. And every time something has always gone wrong, Jews have always got blamed. Millions or thousands of them die. And then they wind up migrating somewhere else. They've, it's been happening for thousands upon thousands of years. Bro, we got a lot of layers to peel back on this topic. So mm-hmm. uh, let's just start here. I want to kind of like explain to the people what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um. Kyrie Irving is being accused of making anti-Semitic statements basically because he shared a movie that was deemed anti-Semitic. I don't, I've never seen the movie. I don't know what the movie is about. It's a documentary, I think. Never seen it. Don't know what it's, it's about. It's one of them like pro-black documentaries or something? Yeah. Oh. But that's basically what I want to explain to the people because what I do know, and this is all I know, and that's why I'm going to give the floor to Big King, is that um, it's not up to me, you... Or everybody else to decide what's anti-Semitic or what's not anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. but um, black Israelites believe that black people are the original Hebrews. Mm-hmm. So that's basically what Kyrie Irving is saying. That's what Malcolm X said. Malcolm mm-hmm. X was like, "If I'm anti-Semitic, that means I hate the Arab that that owns that that owns the gas station in all my fucking neighborhoods." Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So basically. Kanye, Kyrie would make a statement saying that black people are Jewish also, and mm-hmm. that's being deemed as anti-Semitic. That's what's going on. Well, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people who are Jewish feel very attacked by um, black Hebrew Israelites and people and black people who do believe that uh, they're the original. They are the original people of Israel, the original Israel, mm-hmm. but um. It's just a long history of, I don't know, like, bro, is we we know in that region, if you look at where, you know, Jerusalem is, those people in ancient times would have had to have been either of African or Arabic descent. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's not, it's not anti-Semitic to say that. Um, it's just... That's just history. It's People, it's, it's deemed anti. Uh, yeah, because now, because now it's it's become kind of a um a threat. You know that it's like a threatening, it's like a threatening statement to say that oh the original Jews were black or Arabic. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. or whatever the hell. But um, anything that threatens the legitimacy of Israel and you know Ashkenazi Jews nowadays, um, or even you know the the people in Israel right now 
they're always going it, to, it's always going to be seen as anti-Zionism. Like, it's going to be seen as racism because it's just the power that they hold. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's even kind of anti-Semitic to say that they hold power nowadays. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the crazy part about it. That's something that I found interesting, like how everybody is, <clears throat> is, is painting Jewish people out to be this big bad wolf that owns everything and has this power to cancel everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't I don't view it that way though. I just I just view it as like, you know, it's okay. I view it as this. I mm-hmm. lived in Germany before, right? Mm-hmm. And in Germany, I, I probably told the story on the podcast before, and if I did, my bad. But I'm gonna mm-hmm. say it again. I had a pen pal in Germany in yeah. third grade. And uh, I was the only one that had a girl, cause my, cause you know the teacher thought I was mature and shit. So and uh, it was even and odd boys and girls. So she um gave me a girl pen pal. Went mm-hmm. to went to her people house, and her people spoke English. Mm-hmm. And he asked me first thing he asked me was what's this? He pointed to uh, a topping on the pizza. It was a, it was a uh, either a mushroom or an anchovy. Yeah. And I was like yeah woo woo you know what I'm saying we was laughing and shit da da da. And so I asked him a question. I said, I said, hey man, what do you think about America? And he mm-hmm. was like, I've never been. And I was like, nah, like, what do you think about America? I was like, I know this is like forbidden to say here, but like, I've never seen any signs of Hitler or Nazis or anything mm-hmm. in Germany. Yeah. I was like, but I literally had just moved from Georgia and I was like, it's a fucking statue of Robert Lee. Mm-hmm. Like every on every corner, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Well, you know, that's the big difference." Um, in America, they 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 chalked it up as culture, like mm-hmm. the rebel flag. They say it's culture, mm-hmm. but it's literally a flag from a war that was lost mm-hmm. over slavery, basically. Yeah, and um, in Germany, they just erased every sign of racism out there, and and you know did their best to move forward. And yeah. we didn't. That's the biggest difference. Yeah, that is a big difference. But also, you have to see, you know, although the Jewish people are very few, they do hold a lot of influence. Yeah. Uh, as for us, nobody really gives a fuck about us. That's basically where I was going with it. I was, yeah. uh, I was thinking like, you know. Uh, Jewish people did something that that black people didn't do, and that was basically uh, uh, I don't know, maybe that's gonna sound ignorant, but unify. And every time we did, I think I told you this the other day. Every mm-hmm. time we did try to unify, you know, Black Wall Street got burnt down. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anytime that's ever happened, and that's what see. That's why a lot of black people in America, especially us. Um, have that Hebrew Israelite kind of mentality towards that is because you know a lot of a lot of folks believe in you know if you if you read you know stuff out the Bible mm-hmm. and read the description of uh you know what Hebrews look like what black people or or what I mean what Hebrews look like what um the original you know Jewish people would have looked like what they went through. All those things are like a, de- a direct description of either like natives here in America, indigenous, you know, dark skinned people, or African Americans that, you know, were brought over here. It's, there's a lot of like parallels and similarities. That's why a lot of it, 
makes sense to a lot of black folks. Mm-hmm. And um include myself cuz I you know, I've I've researched that type of stuff and I don't know what's what's real and what's not. I'm just I'm really researching what makes me feel okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What makes this existence feel okay. You know what I'm saying? Cuz if it weren't for like it's like why would God put a group of people what he's put our people through? You know what I'm saying? And I know not to compare ours to the Holocaust or anything, but it's like, you know, a 400-year Holocaust is a lot worse than, you know, a 10-year Holocaust. Yeah. You know I'm, what I'm saying? I'm with you, though, bro. Like, one thing I hate to hear is, is people comparing those two. Yeah. Same, same way I hate to hear when mm-hmm. when when uh people from the from the gay community compare what they go through to, to what black, black people. people go yeah, through. to black folks. I, bro, I don't like neither one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, it's like, Everybody kind of knows, bro. Like everybody kind of knows how they they treat black folks. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And everybody knows how this world looks at black folks. And um, you know, a lot of what we do is a defense mechanism. It, it really is. Like what Kanye is doing is a defense mechanism. It's a and what Kyrie is doing is a defense mechanism. It's What do you think about how they treating those two? Well, Especially Kyrie with uh um, did you see the things that the uh, team is making him do? Like he got to go talk to the to the uh, to the Jewish priest. Is it a priest? Rabbi. Yeah, rabbi. Mm-hmm. And um, you know he got to go do some other things. Like mm-hmm. like he got to um, give a half a million dollars to to a Jewish organization and things like that. What do you think about that? I don't think he's gonna do it, and I think he um, he's gonna quit basketball. What you think? Well, this is all to make. People bend the knee, really. That's all it's for. Um, make examples out of them so nobody else does it. Yeah. I mean, a lot. They. I mean, people do shit like that a lot. Like elites. It doesn't matter. It's not even just Jewish, whatever. It's just people who want complete and ult- like ultimate authority over other people. They do stuff like that. They ruin you, so it never happens again. You know what I'm saying? Um. But if I was Kyrie. I had a family and shit. Yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> Me too. I ain't you know gonna cap saying? you down. Fuck it. Hey man, some niggas, some niggas is just I don't know, bro. Mm-hmm. Just like Muhammad Ali not want to go to the war. I don't know if I would have did it. What you mean? Like I, I, I don't know if I would have went to prison instead of instead of going to war. Nah, I just don't know. I would have went to Vietnam over going to prison. Yeah, I would have. I, I would have went too. Yeah, that's why it's like you know we always uh, you know celebrate these guys for for uh, what they did. But but I'm always thinking like, but I don't that's know why if I would have did that. But that's why they are who they are. Yeah, and that's why they always be held up here. Correct, I agree. And it, eventually, I feel like no cap. I feel like that's where Kanye is gonna be held because I feel like no matter what we say, I don't. I don't think he's fighting the cause for the people though. And I've been trying I, to avoid this Kanye debate because <laughs> I know you fuck with bro. No, it's the thing is I fuck with Kanye. Though it's not so much that Kanye has changed so much, and everybody thinks like everybody thinks Kanye's changed. He's crazy, all this other stuff. Kanye's kind of always been the same person. It's just nobody was willing to really look into what the fuck he was saying, like or what he was talking about, or what he actually cared about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, like, when he talks about abortion and all these other things and how that's the number one cause of death in, in, you know, the black community and all these different things like that, 
Um, some people would be like, oh, this coon, he's a coon, blah, 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 blah. But it's only because we've been fucking programmed to think that liberalism and, and democratic values are what helps our people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Welfare and why is there an abortion clinic on every corner in the hood? Like, why? Why? You know what I'm saying? Why is there a liquor store in every hood? Why is there crime at the rate it is? It's because they're slowly trying to kill off undesirable people. And when he when he mentions Planned Parenthood and he talks about Margaret Sanger, who was a known eugenicist trying to kill undesirable people, what they called us back in the day, called you know, people, degenerate people that they thought mm-hmm. would never amount to anything in society. That's what that was for. And that's facts. He's not speaking like people don't do their research. That's why they don't know about that. I did, you know, I, I know about all this stuff because I did my research a while ago. I don't, I'm not deep in this now because I got other shit going on in life. But like, yeah, you did get out of your uh, black power bag. Yeah, but I, I know the thing. He just got in deep in his black power bag. That's why. Now he's like, it seems like he's like right wing, but it's like Kanye is just pro black, bro. It's not right wing. It's like he's he's saying we need to do what's best for the people in well, our communities. You know when you when you really dig down into uh, politics and mm-hmm. you know try to figure out the things you relate to the most. Most black people would lean towards the Republican side. Oh yeah, because if, that's what would benefit them the most. Yeah, if it really wasn't but for like niggas is going to call you Uncle Tom for it. Yeah, if if it wasn't for like so many, um, racist dog whistle, so much racist dog whistling on the Republican side, black people would definitely be more Republican. Mm-hmm. We're very, we're more, way more conservative than we are liberal. Correct. When he, when it comes to like the black household and black families, like we don't play all that. The That's only the topic that uh, would steer black people away is the abortion topic. Why you say that? Because for some reason, black people, black people don't like. Well, excuse me, not for some reason. Black people don't like having their choices taken away from them. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just like, uh, bro, did you vote for Herschel Walker? I don't vote. I tell people that all the time. I don't either. I don't like telling people that, though. <laughs> I told my director that. For he, real? At work? hmm I said, he said, all right, guys, you know, it's your it's your God-given uh, citizenship duty to go out there and vote. I was like, what's going on, like midterms or something? Like, <laughs> and he was like, he was like, you don't know? And I was just like, <laughs> I don't, bro, I just don't do that. Bro, I be, yeah. bro, so you don't feel bad because I be feeling bad as fuck when people mm. be like, bro, your ancestor died for this right and my you don't want to exercise my it? My dad says that all the time. I be feeling bad, bro. My dad says that all the time. That like, shit makes me up. feel bad. I'm like, bro, what? Vote for what? Like, vote vote for the same shit we've been getting for Forever, like, bro, unless there's somebody I really believe in who's really going to change things. Bro, niggas always say, they say, um, I ain't going to lie. Voting ain't the answer, but we got to do it. I'll be like, huh? <laughs> when a nigga tells me that, I'll be like, bro, what do you mean voting's not the answer, but but we have to do it? When enough people check out of this po- political system and stop participating, when they go to the, to the ballots one year and it's damn... We only got two hundred thousand votes in out of out of three hundred something million people. Mm-hmm. When they get that in, that's when real change is gonna happen. Because when people check out of this dumbass political system, that's it's just fueled by money, greed, and bullshit. But you don't believe that uh, 
the alternative could be a lot worse. Because I was just debating Trey about this yesterday. About what? Like how in Russia it's a fucking dictator. It's a, these niggas literally going to war over one nigga's ideals. You know what I'm saying? Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be it could be a lot worse. That's how I view America, bro. Yeah. I don't view America as perfect. I just view it as like an attempt to be fair. Yeah, but uh, it's also like when it it's either a dictator's interest or corporate interest. It's like yeah, we tomato tomato. I yeah, guess. it's like we we're in our situation. Bro, they do what is best for corporate interests. Yeah, it was best for corporations. It's like, so once they're not bought and sold, we just really need to do an overhaul of all of our um, our poli- our house, our senate, um, all of them. Just do an overhaul and only choose grassroots people who aren't funded. If they're funded, they're funded by people in their community. They're not funded by um, Lockheed Martin or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or J.P. Morgan, they're not funded by that. They're funded by the people. Donations for their their campaign is from the people. I was I was talking to Trey Trey yesterday, and he mm-hmm. was in his bag talking about how life is only about fucking bitches and getting money. But he was in his political bag using that statement, and he was basically how uh, saying how I'm getting soft because I was telling him like you know I want to put an imprint on this world. Like I don't want to mm-hmm. just be out here like just worrying about money. And he was like, bro, you're a capitalist. Get over it. He was like, we're all capitalists. That's just what life is going to be. And I was, like, I was like, Trey, you know what's crazy? Until everybody realized that's not what life is only about, then we're going to continue to be in this in this mm-hmm. endless fucking cycle. When everybody realizes like it's not always about the bottom dollar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I know that shit's crazy coming from me because, you, 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 mm-hmm. bro, you know me growing up. I'll yeah. go cut a yard. I'll go sell some candy. I'll go sell some mid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like... Now that I'm 32 years old, I'm thinking differently. I'm thinking like, bro, like we should invest more, more, more time and money and efforts into children. You Definitely. know what I'm saying? To so like, you know, education, make, make this place better. Have have something for everybody to fucking do. Mm-hmm. Because or you end up getting in crazy ass head spaces and rants like 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 my brother Trey Trey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I feel like uh, a lot of this. A lot of, especially our younger generation, like a lot of us are lost, bro. Like, I I don't see very many people in my generation who know who they are and know where they're going. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us are still, even late later in our years, we're still trying to figure out who the fuck we are. Yeah, I seen I seen you something know? online about that today. It was it was a girl she posted it and she basically was saying um how like I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something about like. Where, where are you going to be and who are you going to be when when you're over 35? And I think this was a woman that was in like her 20s. Mm-hmm. And she was like, where are you going to be? Who are you going to be when you're when you're 35? Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking like, nigga, we're going to be 35 in three years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I say it all the time. If if you ain't in the right direction, by the time you're approaching 40, you fucked the rest of your life, nigga. You, only, you, you really only got like 20, 30 years left on this, on this even earth. If, even <laughs> if by the time you're 43... You realize, damn, let me take my ass back to school. You only got 20 years left. 20 good ones. 20 good ones, yeah. So you're going to spend four of them taking night classes uh-huh. and trying to feed a family and do whatever else you got going on. We being real pessimistic right now, too. No, that's 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 realistic. Yeah. Because my, my mom did it. My dad did it. And my mom went back to school and my dad went back to school, but they knew that's what they needed to do to get where they wanted to go, but it, it made it harder. That's why. But you know what that creates, though? What? 
that scale I was talking about 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 self uh excuse me uh self centeredness. Mm-hmm. It creates that because it's like now now you're in your forties, like you said, you're forty three. Mm-hmm. You go to school, you finish school at at, yeah. at forty seven. Uh, you get your job and you're finally at a good place in your job and you're almost 60. Now mm-hmm. you just want to live for yourself. You ain't trying to go to the church and give back. You ain't Are trying you to do like, all these things. Without a family or with a family? Probably both, bro. Because, dog, you're going to be in your self-centeredness bag with a family. Because, mm-hmm. like, I was explaining to somebody yesterday about self-centeredness. The reason why 9 out of 10 women have a picture of either them or their kids on their phone is because their kids is them in their self-centered bag because they see themselves in their kids. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. still, it always circles right back to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That and is. like, if you live your life that late, you're, bro, you're only going to live your life for you. Mm-hmm. And what was what was the purpose of that? Yeah. And that's why I always... I always tell people why wait until it's too late to wake up. Like you have all this time now while you're young, while you while you can power through it all four hours of sleep and go take tests and exams and you could do it. Like anybody can go get a cert, yeah, uh, a degree, whatever at at uh age I say before you hit forty, bro. Cause once you hit forty, bro, you kinda like you kinda just wanna chill, like. You want to get into a groove and just stay there. Like you don't want to like. I don't want to go explore the world when I'm forty. You know what I'm saying? I want to sit my ass down somewhere, probably. I think I think we take um things things we do for this earth for granted also too. Like I know I was jiving on Blue one time and I told him like, bro, you don't do shit mm-hmm. for for the world. You don't give nothing back. And he was like, and he was like, uh, I podcast every week and I spit these gems to these people. And I started laughing. It was like, no, the fuck you don't. But really, though, honestly, Blue probably has dropped some gems, and that was his 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 piece of trying to give back. Because mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep it a boat with you. We was just talking about awards and shit. Don't nothing make me feel better than when I be in my bag on the pod and a nigga like Stan text me and be like, "Hey, bro, that shit you said right there might have just changed my life." Don't nothing make me feel better than that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Damn, I'm actually like you know doing something for people." Or like when a nigga like hits me up and asks me for some help learning how to do something. And, you know, I show him how to do it. And mm-hmm. he's like, hey, bro, man, I just really appreciate this because I'm probably going to use this for the rest of my life. Makes me feel like I'm doing something. Like, um, Trey Trey cracked a, cracked a joke on me yesterday. And he was like, he was like, you know what, bro? Bro, you need to goddamn go to the Boys and Girls Club and and um, donate your time there and go be a fucking math teacher at, at a school or something. I said, bro, you're joking? But I probably should do that for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that would be an even better way. Like, bro, I talk about this nigga all the time. Quad's brother, George. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's how niggas need to be, bro. Because, yeah. bro, we all know, and I'm not, I'm not talking about this man's pockets or nothing. Because I don't, know, I don't know that man's pockets. But we all know teachers don't make as much money as they should. And he decided to go into that field to give back to young to, to young black kids because he works at a predominantly black school, 90% black. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bruh, ain't ain't really ain't really no better way of giving back than that. Like dedicate your life to giving back to kids like that. A lot of people can't do it and a lot mm-hmm. of people won't do it. I will fall in the category as people that won't. That's I, why I salute people like that. I will say this though. We always talk about the uh Columbia County versus Richmond County thing. Mm-hmm. There is this kind of like, I don't know. They have this kind of like 
compelling thing that drives them to want to give back to like where they came from because yeah. they actually grew up around people that was like them. We don't have yeah. that. We yeah. don't have that. Yeah. I like I don't never think about let me go back to Columbia County and like be a coach or like help or like do I don't think about that type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know what you mean. I agree they, too. They have a kind of like this drive to help better their community. I I respect that shit. Because I know on our side of town, it ain't nothing like that. Ain't nobody doing that type shit. Nah. Mm-mm. Well, I ain't gonna lie. There's some people that went to your school that do do that. They white, though. Nah, it's some niggas. Um, I, I'll give you an example. His, I think his name is Thomas Brown. He was like the linebacker at y'all school. He's the coach at Greenbrier now. Oh, really? Yeah. The tall black dude? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. He, he's a coach at Grimm right now. Mm. So so some people do have those aspirations of, you know, mm-hmm. doing doing those type of things from from that side also. Mm. But yeah, we've been serious as fuck for like 45 minutes. I know I know I got some more topics we can goddamn joke about. But but bruh, we had to get that off because I've been wanting to talk to you about that for like probably three weeks. About the Kanye shit? Yeah, the Kanye and the Kyrie shit. I could go deeper on it, but I ain't. Yeah, I know. I know know. how it is. That's why I said earlier, like, we got a lot of layers to peel back, but we kind of just gave a brief overview. Yeah. Because, (laughs) hold on, last thing before we get off this topic, though. Y'all niggas used to trip me out. You And by y'all niggas, I'm talking about you and face. Y'all used to trip me out when y'all used to be in y'all black power bag, and I used to be like, man, y'all need to cut that bullshit out. And goddamn, y'all used to be like, bro, you just ignorant and stupid. And then we'll get into a conversation. Y'all be like, Slim, why you know all this shit and you don't be in your black power bag? And I used to have to tell y'all niggas a dirty truth. And goddamn, you know, my nigga face used to get emotional. I used to be like, hey, bro, the life I live, boy, niggas ain't shit, boy. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to die fighting for a nigga who, who would kill you over goddamn $5, that's on you. You know what I'm saying? And until you're in a place where you can actually implement real change, mm-hmm. it's kind of pointless. And it's too hard to fight for black folks, especially. It's just too far gone, bro. It's way too far gone. A lot of us are too brainwashed. Um, a lot of us aren't thinking for ourselves. And it's, there's never going to be a way to unite black folks unless they have we have a common goal and a common enemy or whatever. We just need a common goal, it, and you know, it, it's tried. We've attempted in the past, and it just you still couldn't get there because there are always going to be roadblocks. And there's something that scares people about black people around the world uniting under one idea, one doctrine, and one front. That's something that really scares people, and that that should say something about black folks as a whole. You know what I'm saying? That's probably the realest shit you ever said. For real. There's something that scares people, bro, like to death about black people around the world uniting under one front, one common goal. That shit scares people to death. They will murder anybody they got to before that shit happens. Uh, and we talked about that the other day, how they killed all our fucking leaders because exactly. they, knew they 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 could see that change coming. Exactly. And then, you know, we're pushing out this bullshit. Now we're at the point, Offset just died, nigga, like, like, bro, we're killing ourselves. Like, they don't even got to do nothing. We doing it to ourselves. Think about how that's being pushed. Oh, niggas is coming you know up with conspiracy theories about uh, uh, about uh, Takeoff's death. Oh, yeah, Takeoff. I said Offset. God, yeah. My stupid ass. Nah, I do that shit, too. Yeah, you know. Bro, 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 you know one of them white news stations uh, put RIP Takeoff and had a picture of Offset. 
For real. Yeah. <laughs> that shit ain't funny, but that, that shit, shit funny, up. bro. Bro, but <laughs> it was going crazy on Twitter. Niggas was like, bro, you had one fucking job. Yeah. You had one fucking job. All you had to do was go to Google and type takeoff. And a million pictures of him would have popped up because he was trending that whole day. And you posted a picture off. 90% of the time, bro, people don't even know it. They they listen to all these songs. They don't even know what these people look like. Man, bro. They don't know nothing bro, about them. Let me tell you what pissed me off, bro. And first thing first, R, bro, RIP to take off. RIP, bro. This what pissed me the fuck off. I woke up the other day. I think it was like two days ago. I follow No Jumper like 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 you follow World Star Hip Hop. I can't help it, bro. Like I follow that shit on Instagram. I had to get off. No I be jumper scrolling too. all day. I don't even. Yeah, I no fuck with no jumper, bro. That's where I get all my like hip hop news from and shit. Mm-hmm. But bro, I get on. I get on no jumper. They have an article because it was in the Atlanta news that takeoffs fourth grade teacher, fourth grade teacher. Mm-hmm. Seen that he was a famous rapper when she seen he died. What you mean? <laughs> like she ain't know? She didn't know that her that 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 one of her students that she taught in the past was a famous rapper, and she seen people saying "R.I.P. Takeoff" and heard his real name and was like, "Oh, I taught him before." Mm-hmm. And they went and interviewed her, and I was like, "Why the fuck are they interviewing her?" <laughs> <laughs> she was his fourth grade teacher, yeah, that bro. That shit weird. That I mean, shit they just trying to me off, dog. They just trying to find any little out, like you know what I'm saying? Because like the family probably like they grieving, so they ain't they probably ain't doing no interviews. I ain't heard nothing from Quavo. Me neither. I, I want to see what he say when the whole when the dust clear, because I know they was the closest. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and they related. Yeah. Yeah. That's Quavo's um, takeoffs uncle. Yeah, young ass uncle. Yeah, them niggas was the same age. Yeah. Like they grew up together and shit. Yeah, but you know that's kind of regular in black. Oh yeah, you know Damo. Damo got a little brother that's that, that, that's like three. Yeah, which <laughs> is fucking weird. Damo about to be thirty four yeah. and he got a three year old brother. Mm-hmm. That shit weird as hell. Like imagine imagine if Damo had a kid when he was like twenty. So he would have a 10-year-old kid, and that nigga's, like, his, Damo's 10-year-old kid would be holding his uncle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He would be holding his uncle. Yeah. That shit is weird as hell, bro. Bro, I swear that shit only happens in the black community, bro. Nah, that shit happen. That should be happening. You think so? Oh, yeah. Should be happening. Probably them hillbillies. I, I don't know, bro. I think, I think I put too much emphasis. Like, I used to job on old country people about, like, about how how they put white people up. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember one time I told my mom, I said, white people don't have baby daddies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was like, yes, they do. They just don't call it that shit. Yeah. Only we call it that shit. And I was like, yeah, I think I think I be putting white people on pedestals, bro. White people put themselves on pedestals, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's whether you're willing to believe it. But, bro, you don't never hear no white girl talking about my baby daddy. Mm-mm. They might be like my ex-husband or some shit. But anyway, we got to move on to some goddamn, some funner topics, bro. I don't know why I got down, got into that shit. What else I have for us? Oh, yeah, we going at it. Oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> bro, hold on, I got to find the article. Damn, did I say the article? 
what the fuck is this man who escaped? Oh nah, that was stupid. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know uh, this 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 young lady's name, mm-hmm. but it's a uh, it's a YouTuber. They call they they call this lady an influencer. It's a uh, trans woman. Yeah, I got, forgot. I, she. Um, they got this show on Netflix about like these um influencer houses. She mm-hmm. she's on that show. Oh, okay. So that's where she comes from? <laughs> yeah. Uh her name is Nikita Druggan. Yeah. And um this shit ain't funny, but okay, fuck it. This shit is funny. Bruh, the video went viral of her in jail in Dave County and she was crying. I think it was like a bond here in our arraignment, and she was crying and she was like, Do I have to stay in the mail unit? <laughs> bro, why you waiting for me to laugh, bro? <laughs> you got to Bro, because you know that shit funny as fuck. You try to act like I'm the only one who think that shit bro. funny as fuck. <laughs> nigga, that shit is hilarious, nigga. I mean, bro, yeah. that shit is hilarious. Bro, so the reason why it's hilarious is because this is a trans woman has changed, uh, I don't know the pronoun. Gender. Changed the gender to woman. I don't want to say she or he. I I just don't know the pronoun situation. I think she identifies as a she. Okay, she. So she changed her gender to female. Yeah. And this police, excuse me, this jail fucked up and put her in a unit with the men. She I mean, has titties and everything. What does what does the license say? Female. She legally changed her gender. To female. Hmm. So somebody must have known that biologically she had the... What, what we got? XY, motherfucker? Yeah, chromosomes. We got the XY. They got the XX. No, do we have the XX? Nigga. I, I, no, they got the XY. We got the XX. We got the XX? Yeah. I don't know if I believe you. But... um. <laughs> You, nigga, you know. the smart one, nigga. I'm nah, not the smart you one. You the hood doctor, nigga. <laughs> Chill out, For bro. Real. Yeah, we got an ex motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm about to look it up now because you fucking yeah. stupid. I'm but, about to look it up. Yeah, I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know if it's messed up or if it's like, because you know they've been having a lot of cases of like people in like very liberal like uh, states and cities. Um, going to jail identifying as a woman. Oh, y'all rogue as fuck. <laughs> yeah, see? Well, we got the XY, right? Yeah, we got the XY yeah, and they got the yeah, XX. Yeah. So, um... Male, male have... Male have, uh... Different kinds of sex chromosomes. Women have two of the same. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, they've been having issues with men going to... Well, trans women going to jail with other women getting in the population and getting those women pregnant in jail. Mm-hmm. So that's like been an issue too. So it's like, I don't know. It depends. It depends on how you want to look at it, bro. Like that is putting that person in a very vulnerable situation. Yeah. Very vulnerable. Cause it's, <laughs> it's some niggas in there, boy. Bro. I don't that's know. Nuts. I don't know if I should tell this story, but, um, because I, I, I you know, sometimes the shit just comes off wrong, but yeah, I was in jail one time, and a trans woman was in there with us. Mm. How was it? It was interesting. How y'all? How y'all treated him? Regular. He was. Excuse me. She was cool as fuck. So ain't <laughs> nobody really tripped. Yeah. But 
He had these big ass titties. <laughs> bro, like the nigga really had titties, bro. Excuse me, and, the woman had titties. And somebody in there was hitting her. Nah, wasn't nobody hitting her, bro. No, nah, it was somebody bro, hitting her. Trust bro. me, nobody was hitting her because because the guards, I don't know, somebody probably was hitting her. Somebody was hitting her. Yeah, but no, but but the guards basically would shut the bathrooms down every time he needed to take a shower. And nobody was allowed to go in the shower when he was in there. But we called him Mariah Scary because he used to sing the same Mariah Carey song over and over and over every she, time he went to sh- Excuse me, she. She was Mariah Scary. Yeah, Mariah Scary. We called she <laughs> Mariah Scary. This nigga retarded. But she was cool as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Come to the table, play cards, crack some jokes. She had a deep ass voice. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, looked like a grown ass man with big ass titties. And honestly, bro, as I'm getting older... I don't like I'm I'm cool with it, bro. I don't I mean I ain't tripping either. It's just yeah. you know, it's just kinda weird to be looking at a grown ass man with big ass titties, but it's whatever. Yeah, the thing is that yeah, that that puts people in very vulnerable positions. Like Yeah. And be, I don't know, maybe but be, you can't you can't put them in isolation because that's just gonna make them go crazy. Eventually um, well uh, eventually a situation happened and uh she did have to go to isolation. See, that's the thing, it's like you can't protect people from that type of stuff. That's crazy, though. But yeah, I, the Nikita chick, what? I don't know, bro. What'd she go to jail for? Um, She was she at looked, a... She was I remember a, seeing a mugshot. She looked drunk. Yeah, she was drunk at a hotel at the pool, and she went to jail for like... I don't know. Like, a disorderly conduct, but it was a felony. Like she was just out there wilding, I guess, and they took her to jail, and like she got aggressive with the police. Yeah. Basically, it sounded like just a big mistake. Yeah, she fucked up. She fucked up bad. But see, that's the scary thing about life. Like you could literally do some small shit, like Brittany Griner, and got down. I know. And, and be in jail and prison. You a political pawn. Yeah, and you. That's and, crazy. And you be in prison. And, you know, have to go through some crazy shit because you did some small shit. She probably ain't never going to travel again. Just like, bro, you ever see those videos? Because after she get out of her career, over, oh, she's going to be like 40. Bro, you ever see those videos of... um? That's sad. Like, it, bro, it always be like a white woman our age mm-hmm. who, who, who was going to court for like vehicular manslaughter. And they be giving they be giving them like ten years, and they be in the courtroom. Her and the family be crying and shit. And I'll be like, "Damn, bro, that shit is crazy, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you can literally, nigga, me and you can go to Applebee's right now, and I can get a fucking a fucking rib plate and have a beer and take two shots of tequila, and we can leave that motherfucking a crazy accident happen. And because I because I got point oh two uh, alcohol in my system, I'm goddamn." Going to prison for ten years because I got into an accident and someone nah, passed away. Come on now, them, them white bitches be trashed. <laughs> see, bro, you, you acting like just some little little light bill. I go in there, I give me two no, light no, no, bill, no. but that could happen though. I give that me could, a little shot. I, I ain't talking about them. I'm just saying that could happen though. Yeah, it could. But you're right though. The white bitches do be fucked they be up. They be trash. Bitches be downtown <laughs> acting like the Joker and For shit. For real, bro. Then they got them hit a. It, bro, it always be a Mexican family too, bro. Yeah. It always be a Mexican family. I'd be like, what the fuck, bro? And then it's kind of like in those situations, you be. Of course, you feel bad for the uh, for the uh, victims of uh, family. I feel way worse. Let me piss first. But yeah, 
Big King had to take a bathroom break, like always. Bro, we're going back to that topic. Bro, I'm not I'm not saying that them drunk ass white bitches that be killing families uh didn't do nothing wrong. They obviously did something wrong, but you can't help but feel bad for them. You still can feel bad no, for both sides. You can't help but feel bad for them. <laughs> I can't. So they deserve to die. That's what you're saying. I'm gonna be honest, bro. I'm really kind of like super like old school when it comes to that shit. I'm an eye for an eye type person. I know, bro. That shit kind of yeah. gross too. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, here's the thing. I'm not gonna do nothing to like fuck nobody up. So it's like I'm not finna sit up here and goddamn. I'm not finna do that. I'm not finna do nobody. Like you a nigga who make a lot of mistakes. So yeah. you, so you like nigga. You do too. No, bro. You See te- y'all niggas. Be no, bro. Y'all perfect, you, nigga. you two, you team mistakes. I'm team. <laughs> no, I'm not. You team mistakes. Yes, you That's is. not a team, nigga. That is a team. No, it's not. You be like, boy, I be fucking up. Boy, that's you. <laughs> Me, I be trying to hold my shit together, bro. I'm not team mistakes. Like I make niggas, some mistakes here and there. Nigga trying to put there. me on an imaginary team. That's not no, a team, bro. It is my team mistake, no, bro. No, nigga, like nigga, pro life, pro choice. Like nigga, you just invented these goddamn teams. Yeah. Nah, nigga. You team mistakes, bro. I, I don't believe in goddamn white bitches blowing up families and goddamn. That shit just crazy, bro. Yeah. Like it's just an unfortunate situation, bro. I don't care what you say, like, bro. We're not about to get into the goddamn death penalty debate. You know what I'm saying? Because this ain't the fucking debate class. No. But it's like, we really going to kill people who kill people? So we going to be the killers? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what we do. All right. They so kill. everybody's just going to be killers? No. they. She kills the family. We let her live. She going to do 20 years in jail. And then we give her an injection after 20 years. God, nigga, just That's kill not- her off dick then. Nah. God damn. You want to kill the bitch twice? <laughs> that's not even crazy. fucked up. <laughs> yes, it her, is. You let her live, nigga. That's a double punishment. She's gonna live in jail. She all right. Women's jail is not bad, and it's just for this is just for, for women. That shit. That shit smells like dirty tampons. Women's jail ain't that bad. I, I've never been me. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't know, but I'm just saying. The rumor, the rumor, word on the street is women's jail ain't that bad. I ain't gonna lie, that uh, call me white girl. I talk about this bitch every podcast, but I Who fucking love her. The call me white girl bitch. Oh yeah, yeah. You her, know her, I love her. But um, she was like, "Jail ain't really that bad." You know what I'm saying? You get your meals, you go in the room, yeah, you get a little bit ahead, you go to sleep. Women's jail ain't really <laughs> that bad, though, bro. Like, I don't know, bro. You ain't seen um that show on Netflix? I ain't gonna lie. Which one? I only seen. Oh, it. Orange is New Black. Nah, not that one. Oh, I don't know nigga, it's one. it's like a European show. I only seen it because Katie be watching it. And every time she really? watched it, yeah, every time she watched it, I, I start watching it. It was I love it was you on think Katie Gay too, but I ain't gonna, we ain't gonna get into that. Man, chill the fuck out. She ain't gay, but it's a it's a prison show about women, and that shit rough, nigga. They been there killing each other and doing all kind of crazy shit. But I don't know though because I used to think that about jail too. But then I been and I like this shit ain't no crazy shit. I mean, it can get crazy. It just depends on the prison. Yeah. You know? I told I told um I don't know why I'm talking about jail. I would never I would never put myself through that shit. I'm a abide by the laws and shit. Like you, you like to live on the edge. I'm not that type. You know what's crazy? I got into a Britney Griner debate with uh DJ, shout out to DJ, and he called me a square. 
Because I was telling him, I was like, well, technically she did do something wrong. And he was like, no, she didn't. And I was like, I mean, she did break a law in the country that don't play that shit. I ain't going to lie, and bro. he called me a square and shit. I ain't going to lie. It's like things change so much. Morality changes so much. Like, bro, there was a time where me and Katie even being together would have been breaking the law. Yeah. So it's like. That's true. It's The weirdest thing to me is like we live in this world with like, rule, with like these rules and it's like. Them shits change, and it's like you don't even know what's like. What is, what is reality and what is not? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like you can get married in any state now if you're gay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that was that used to be illegal too. You can you can do that shit five years ago. Mm -mm. That's the thing. It's crazy because it's like you bro, bro, used to be able to smoke a cigarette on the airplane. Yeah, now you can't. Yeah. And it's crazy how that shit just changes, right? And (laughs) morality itself changes by our laws and our values. And it's like, who is, who is, who is, who's making this shit up? I got a crazier one for you. What? It wasn't, it wasn't too awkward to see a woman having a beer at the bar that was pregnant 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Now, a woman drinking a beer at the bar, is she Mm -hmm. pregnant? The whole fucking bar gonna go crazy. Yeah, fetal alcohol syndrome. Yeah, you already know. Yeah, things times are crazy now, bro. Times are really weird, but it's like I don't know if things are getting better or more weird. Cause like, um, there's this guy named Matt Walsh. He was on Joe Rogan uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. He made a documentary called "What Is a Woman," right? Mm-hmm. Which pretty much he's a right wing pundit. He likes to go out and like, um, pretty much he's he's just very super conservative. Yeah. Um, he made this documentary called "What Is a Woman," where he goes out and he questions like um, these new gender theories and like, you know, he goes out and he he questions and tests all these people like, and tests their theories and tests their beliefs on uh, this new age gender stuff and. You know, in the film, he kind of was getting the better of people a little bit. There was one person that he was questioning that he uh, that he asked about women or whatever the hell and what is a woman, and they kept getting upset and they're like, "Well, what is this? What is that?" And he was and he was like, "Well, we all have to live by some semblance of truth." And then they were like, "What is truth? Your truth might be different than my truth." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. So it's like that's that's the crazy part is like so when it comes to the whole transgenderism thing, it's like all right, what I see right now is the old guard of what we thought truth was and what life was. You going somewhere crazy? No, that's the thing. It's like yeah, I know I'm following you. you know but you going somewhere crazy? I know that where is, you're going. That is the old guard of what we thought truth was. A man is this. A woman is this. Blue is this, yellow is this, purple is that. And where we're going now is truth can be whatever you make it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, especially when we have like, it's just the future is just so crazy and open that what you are in your physical shell will not even matter in 50 to 100 years. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like where we are going, where we are heading with like all this stuff that's going on, metaverse type shit, 
this shit, like what we do here. In your personal opinion, mm-hmm. do you think that makes us better or worse? I think it evolves us, but I think what we consider as humans, it makes us worse. I think I think at the end of the day, this our physical shell of what we are now. I don't know, bro. It just doesn't. It's too much going on. You can't control this shit. So at the end of the day, we have to turn this shit into something that's very. It can be cohesive through any civilization and society. You know what I'm saying? Like over here, the old shit. You got Islam. You got Christianity. You got. Men, women, such and such. You got these rules, these boundaries. In this world over here, there's none of that. You can be whatever the fuck you want. And you know what's crazy? The reason why I'm really following you with this is because mm-hmm. that's what I be thinking of. Bro, I never knew we'll be to the point where we are right now where, mm-hmm. like, niggas in our age group don't fuck with church. No. Mm-mm. So when Carter is our age, mm-hmm. that church shit might be dead. It will. It will. I I feel like it will, but belief in God will always be there. I believe that also, but yeah. I think like niggas are not gonna want to be pastors. Oh no, they're not going to church dressing up every Sunday and all. Nah. That. I and yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah, that's real. That's the, that's that's gonna be an interesting world because mm-hmm. um, you know. My my belief is that religion is important and plays an important part in society. I, mm-hmm. I don't know why niggas think I don't believe that. I think mm-hmm. I truly believe that. Just mm-hmm. because I don't believe don't mean I don't think people shouldn't believe. Yeah. Because sometimes that's that's all people really have. So, I've been thinking about converting to Muslim. I really yeah, you have. told me that. I and really I told have. you just like my dad. But that's not here nor there. But um, the idea of nobody believing sounds scary as fuck to me. Yeah. And that's coming from a nigga that doesn't believe. Well, that eventually, if we keep on the trajectory we were going on, right? Mm-hmm. Unless something cataclysmic happens, resets us, you know, people are going to be like, oh, shit, God, you know what I'm saying? But going on the trajectory we're going, um, if we could, if we can go another couple thousands of years without any cataclysmic interference, mm-hmm. you know, Another ice age. I thought you said you don't think about the dinosaurs. See, my nigga, no, you I think about think all that shit. Dinosaurs. I think about all that shit. Yeah, nigga, you trying I to really shit on me about, yesterday because I was talking about dinosaurs. Bro, I really be thinking about like asteroids and all kinds of shit like that. So why was you shitting on me yesterday about it? What you mean? When I was talking about dinosaurs, I ain't know you was talking about all that. You, That's you what I was about, talking, you talking about. about goddamn... Nigga, I was talking about the ice age. <laughs> well, yeah, but you talking about something else. <laughs> I'm talking about like world ending cataclysms and all that stuff and like unless we get set back by some shit like that the world is gonna evolve into some crazy shit that you know we gonna be like oh you know how like nowadays like uh, people be old and they be like man I don't know what's up with y'all generation this shit is just weird and crazy like we're gonna be really mind blown yeah I think so with the metaverse and Neuralink and all these different things that people are coming up with it's like where this physical shell really don't matter. You're going to have a whole nother life in a whole nother world that you put a, a helmet on or link into your brain that where you're a billionaire or you're this or that in that world and this physical shell is not even going to mean anything. So it's like, and I think the way the culture is evolving and I think it's preparing us for that. 
That's why I asked you yesterday, do you yeah. think we're in the Matrix already? Yeah, I think really it started with this. That's the first thing that started the Matrix cell was the cell phones. Yeah. It, it's already, like, if you really think about Neuralink, it's like, he's like, oh, yeah, you'll be able to think about something like, what is a, you know, cannabis plant? And you'll know it. Well, I can look that up right here in this in Google. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? What is a cannabis plant? And I already have it. It's just taking this, shrinking it down to something else, and putting it in here. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, all right, that I mean, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And we're already getting there. We're we're going towards that. Where gender and all this other stuff, it do, it won't matter. Like, why would it if you can make yourself who the fuck you want to be? You know what I'm saying? And where we used to think of it as mental illness, it's just you know, it's part of human society at a point. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, I think that's interesting too because we didn't know shit about mental illnesses mm-hmm. like 20 years ago. Yeah. Not even that long ago, like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And now we're we're marking everything as a mental illness. Like I just mm-hmm. told my nigga Trey Trey this morning I think he's mentally sick. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I, I think he's offset. And <laughs> Offset? <laughs> for real, RP offset. But, um, Nigga, you just said it too. I mean, take, take off. off. <laughs> Look, <laughs> hey, see? baby, maybe that shit the white people did ain't as bad. Cause we just we both just did that shit on one pod. Man, RP take off, man. My bad, bro. Yeah, offset. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. Take off, my bad. Offset yeah. too, man. Damn, that shit fucked up, bro. Like, I try not to get in that bag. Yeah, I wonder wild. what them niggas thinking, bro. What Quavo and Offset thinking, bro? They gonna have to get back together. I don't think they're going to get back together. I think this right here is like... That's it. That shit ain't even going to feel right without but that Quavo, nigga take off, bro. But Quavo can't... He got the hooks. He got the hooks for days. But I don't think he could hold it down on his own. We going to see, though. I don't see, bro. Nah, I ain't going to use that as an example. I'm going to just say, if I'm doing something with my family, my brothers, and something happened to one of them... I probably don't ever want to do that again. No, with me, I want to do it even more. With me, that's just two different. Yeah, I know, I know. With me, with me, I'm, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm squashing all the beef I had with uh, Quavo. Take off. I'm like, hey, bro, we got to keep this shit going strong. We're gonna drop Migos, bro. And that's probably the right thing. You know what I'm saying? But me, I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. You know, I'm turning into a bitch ass nigga and shit. Mm -hmm. I think I had that written down. Bro, I would drop a whole, I would drop a whole album with Quavo. Offset and then all the takeoff verses that they recorded, and I would just drop that shit like as his like. That's the smart thing. His, as his, his uh, tribute project. Um, yeah, like what well, I don't know what you even call that shit. Port, Port, Pope Mortis or something. Yeah, that shit. That project, shit. something yeah. like that. Yeah, and I would just drop that shit for for him to solidify him forever. You know what I'm saying? That that's what they should do. That's what I think. Okay. Yeah, you're probably right. See me, because I mean, but Offset a little, he he kind of like in his family bag, kind of selfish with his girl and shit. You know, and you know how her I mean. too, bro. She ain't dropping shit neither. She been on, she been on her weird shit too. I don't, people get so rich at a certain point that they're like, I don't blame them though. They do weird shit because that rap shit, bro. Like, like niggas talking about the baby. I mean, it, she, it, and she, we can she, talk about that. The baby, the baby falling off. I know this ain't the hip hop pie, but like. Nigga, who gives a fuck? If I just made 30, 30 40 million dollars, nigga, nigga, fuck rap. <laughs> nigga, I'm gonna be on my goddamn chameleonaire shit. 
You know what I'm well, saying? Well, the baby ain't fall off. He got canceled. He got canceled. I and now he's like... just in another category, and they're trying to sell arena tickets, and he's not an arena artist no more because mm-hmm. of what happened to him. That's what happened to the mm-hmm. baby. And he been on this whole bad guy trip. like, And every, that shit's corny. Every video, he's like, oh, I'm the bad guy type shit. Like, that shit corny, nigga. It's like, bro, just make good music. But he started out being the nigga that do antics. So he's going to continue yeah. to be the nigga that do antics. Mm-hmm. But that's what niggas don't realize is like, nigga, you not a fucking villain, nigga. Mm-hmm. Everybody always want to play villain because that's what make them comfortable. Oh, that's what You happened. can't play when- villain, bro. Damn, he got canceled by gay folk. I forgot what even happened. Yeah, the, the uh, A's comment. Yeah. Which was real head ass. I'm going to be honest with you. That I shit did. head yeah. ass. Bro, nah, bro. You can't, you can't be assuming gay niggas got AIDS. You just can't do that shit, bro. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question. Next question. All right, Blue. <laughs> Nah, for real though, bro. That shit is crazy though, bro. Like, it's just a little ignorant, bro. Like, some some statements you just can't make. I tell people this all the time, right? Because um, <laughs> I just told somebody this today. Because I told you I was going to expose Maine one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jokingly. But, um, bro, the reason why I don't feel like I have to be PC is because I don't think I have any thoughts and views that's 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 not appropriate. That's just my it, personal belief. I think ev- eventually, yeah, we're phasing out pretty quick. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I do say bitch a lot. At, at one point, what we were saying would have been like okay, but it gets to the point. It's like and the culture evolves so fast. They're they're ramping it right now, yeah. full throttle. So it's like, can you keep up? You know what I'm saying? And, it's, and that's especially as a podcaster nowadays. I did I did just call a trans woman he. That's what I'm saying. And it's like yeah. and not even like And I, I ain't even know, mean nothing by yeah, that shit. Not even on low, like I'm disrespecting you as a person. It's like, oh, like you have to keep it like you have to like mind your P's and Q's. Like and we I don't really I don't know. I have, Bruh, to, that I shit, have to do it sometimes. Dog, really it goes it. back to that that uh joke, which wasn't even really a joke that Dave Chappelle cracked about about his trans friend mm-hmm. or his gay friend. It, I, I only it think they were trans. Friend. It was trans. Oh, oh, it was a trans yeah. friend. And everybody was like, "Yeah, that shit was so homophobic." And yeah. I didn't get that shit at all, bro. Bro, certain shit, bro. I told you, bro. I ain't that smart, bro. Certain shit goes all the way over my fucking head. I'd be like, "Nigga, what the fuck was homophobic about but that?" You, but you know what I think it is. Well. I think the internet is such a powerful tool that I think most people don't even believe in that kind of bullshit. I think it's all a facade. I think all this shit is bots and there's an AI that's pushing us into a certain direction. I really think that. What are they doing it though for? Like political gain or some shit? I think at the end of the day, we've created these algorithms and the algorithm is where it started with the AI taking over. That's where I believe. I believe that's what gave. Like, I don't even believe. Like, I think most people are still like pretty, like chill and laid back. Like, oh, it's all right. Like, you know, if uh, there's a trans woman and she kind of looks like manlyish, um, most people would. And like, if you say, "Oh, how you doing today, sir?" and they got a bob haircut, they wouldn't care. 
Like at the end of the day, I really don't feel like like they be like, you're gonna call me this, you're gonna call me that. Like, I don't really think in real life. I just, I just remember last night, uh, two trans women came to the strip club we was at, mm-hmm. and I and, and they I, was just chilling. Just yeah, having it's, drink, then, chilling. it's not like they're out here trying to bully people or nothing. They're, we're all people when we're around each other, we interact in a different way. But there are some people who are activated by the internet. Yeah, bro. The internet is fake. Basically, basically, what I'm hearing you say right now is like a nigga with a, with enough influence can make a tweet and change everybody's way of thinking. Yeah, but was it even him? Yeah. Think about this: the comments you get in anything is that even a person on the other side of that? I be thinking that too because I told you sometimes I get riled up by some comments like that video we did about about the twins saying saying the n word. Mm-hmm. Those comments made my stomach hurt a little bit, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Nigga, who the fuck is these people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are these even is fucking that, real people?" Part? It could be a Russian bot. Yeah, you don't know how many are on the other side of there. You don't know if there's a person on the end of that, and we're creating these algorithms. That are pushing culture in all kinds of different directions. But see, that's also why I don't want to be famous, bro. Oh, you said that? Because at that point, you really living in La La Land. You don't know yeah. what's real or not. I can't even read the comments if I'm famous. Yeah. Because here's the thing. You know what creeps me out? What? When niggas like Lil Pump fall off. Why? Bro. I say 20 what? R.I.P. Aaron Carter, too. Yeah, R.I.P. Aaron Carter, bro. Um, 2016. 2017. You're the biggest thing to ever come out. Gucci gang, right? We're all looking at it like, all right, this is some bullshit. <laughs> all regular human beings are like, all right. But nigga, the writing's on the wall. That's why I'm asking, that's why I'm confused right now. Like, why does that shock you? Like, when designer comes no, out with no, 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 Panda, no, 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 Panda, no, 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 I see like a slow the nigga. Thing, the thing is, is like, you know how the whole industry plant thing comes in? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're industry plants. I'm saying maybe these corporations push certain shit and we think that it's popular, we go listen and we're like, oh, this is some bullshit. And then <laughs> yeah. everybody is like, oh, Lil Pump got the number one song in the nation. And then you go listen to it and it's like, oh, this is some bullshit. Then the industry, <laughs> the industry itself, the machine that was behind it gave it's up. pumping that shit. They gave up on them. Yeah. Because I used to like Smoke Perp. But I was like the only nigga on earth who liked Smoke Perp. I knew Smoke Perp was trash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then comes out a few years down the road, this nigga selling 3,000 copies or some shit. It's like, were we even behind this to begin with? Like, like everything's a fucking illusion, bro. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, labels do buy records and they buy placements. I know, and- I know. And the thing is, is like, what's to tell you? Like, the only way I know a person is really like own they shit is like a Cole or a Kendrick because I know they built their core. Like they've been built, they built their core. Bro, let's so talk about years. Drake, bro. Let's talk about Drake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <sighs> I'm going to clip this too. My bad, y'all. Hold on, first, let me start with this. Okay. And we, and we definitely going to talk about this more after we talk about Drake. Mm-hmm. But lately, I've been, I've been in my emotional bag. I'm kind of changing, bro. Mm-hmm. I change a lot, dog. And and I don't know if you know this, around this time of the year, I start getting super emotional. Like, remember that day mm-hmm. you came over here and I was in this bitch crying watching the 21 Savage interview? Mm-hmm. That shit was around this time of the year. <laughs> so I don't know what it is about yeah. this time of the year. I get in my emotional bag. I'm saying all that to say, 
Drake dropped a project with 21 Savage. Shit probably was the hardest album I heard in a long ass time. That shit is hard as fuck. In the past, like, five years, it's probably the hardest shit I heard, bro. I give up, bro. It's up there with, like... I've been hating this nigga for years. Yeah, yeah. I can't hate the nigga no more. I can't. Mm-mm. Then the nigga like his antics is just like Hold on but I gotta speak on that too This nigga antics Don't get me wrong Drake's still lame as fuck But this nigga's one of the greatest rappers of all times bro I'm he sorry is. bro I just Hand I down. can't fight it no more bro I'm tired of even going through this shit I'm not talking about that nigga no more yeah, None nah, of that shit you know, Y'all ain't even gotta tell us Like oh I told y'all niggas We don't need that shit Yeah I don't care bro yeah. I've been bumping right. Drake album all week bro He can rap I've been yeah. bumping that shit all week But be clear. Be fucking clear. Yeah. That nigga antics is still lame as fuck. Like that him him hugging Chris Jenner and y'all making memes talking about some. And I and I know them type of hugs. That shit's still corny, bro. I'm sorry, dog. And Kanye Kanye was right. Kanye said you go to war with a nigga like Drake. He the type of nigga to fuck your baby mama mama. And if he did that, y'all niggas like, oh that shit's so player. That shit's so cool. Bro, I want to talk to you about. I meant to call you and talk to you about this, Big King, mm-hmm. because you know how we had that interesting conversation about like grudges and shit like that, and you, and you know I hate grudges. Mm-hmm. I hate a nigga who's over petty, overly petty. Yeah, yeah. Like, bro, if me and you beefing, I'm not going out my way to do some shit to you, bro. And I hate niggas who think that type of shit is cool. Like, bro, if me if me and you got got some shit going on. Nigga, I'm not about to try to fuck your bitch to piss you off. Mm-hmm. That shit lame as hell. And niggas that get behind that lame ass shit, like recently Future changed his last name to like Cash or some shit. And niggas were like, this nigga's so cool. I'm like, bro, who gives a fuck? You lame as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga That lame shit kind of as... cool, bro. No, nigga. No, nigga. <laughs> that shit is lame as fuck. That shit kind of cool, bro. I think, and, and I think his, uh, his, it, like, he changed it from Will Burn to Cash. That shit hard. So future Will Burn Cash. Woo! That shit hard, future. Hey, man. Shout out to Pluto, man. Y'all niggas is so lame, bro. Oh, that shit like, hard. Like, y'all just be fascinated by the lamest shit. Nah, future, bro. Future, like, you know how. <laughs> bro, future next level, hey, man. bro. Um, today is Friday, y'all. November 11th, right? In nine days, Future will be 39 years old. Still young, man. Next year, that nigga will be 40. Mm-hmm. And this nigga got, what, six? I think he got like Six eight. broken homes? I think he got like eight kids. Like eight broken homes. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> he got money. He all right. <sighs> nigga, you know, just like I know, the money shit don't mean nothing. Bro, stop worrying about this nigga Future, bro. He good. Oh, that's somebody. Oh, I think that's the new nigga I hate on. Yeah, it really is. I fuck with him though. Usually that nigga though. I bumped, I bumped the shit out of his last album. That bitch was <laughs> him, nigga. Nigga, I was in Atlanta eating the goddamn ten piece. Yeah. When that shit came out, that shit came on the radio. Boy, smoke start coming from the speakers. I said, this nigga is going in, nigga. That nigga hard, boy. Nigga, that goddamn chickens. Chickens. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> what was the song he had with Kanye? <laughs> I forgot. Nigga, that bitch was riding too, nigga. I yeah. was like, oh, this shit going in. Nah, bro, but like niggas got to stop praising future lifestyle, though. 
the music hard. But see, mm-hmm. Drake said some real shit in that skit. And I know it was just a skit, but the one he did with Howard Stern, he was like, I don't know if I could be with, with uh, one woman because I need to be inspired. I really do think niggas that's like, like musicians like that, like that really do need to live like that so they can make the music, bro. I get it. Because it's like, I view it as like, as a podcaster. This nigga hell ass. Nah, hear me out, bro. Like, you gotta know like. For real, bro. Like, you, got, you know. As you, a podcaster. You gotta make the art. As a podcaster, I'm like, if I didn't live a certain life, I feel like I couldn't come on here and talk about the shit that I talk about. Depends. My life inspires the podcast because it's like the shit that I see, the shit that I do. That's why I'm able to come on here and talk for hours. Yeah. You depends. know what I'm saying? Because like I get inspiration off of everything. Like I don't even know if people know this, but most of the time when I'm talking on this podcast, it's a conversation I had with somebody. I just don't want to expose their name because it probably was stupid because yeah. I have debates damn near every day and I, I be cooking niggas too. Whew. I can't remember last time I lost a debate. I be cooking your ass this too. Cap. I ain't gonna lie, I be cooking the shit out of you. No, you fuck. No, the fuck you don't, bro. I think the only <laughs> the only debate I ever lost you about was was the, was the um, cheating debate because you fucked me up and I got down thought about that shit. I still think about that shit damn near every day. Yeah, you got that shit. That's the only debate you ever uh, cooked me on. Bro, be, That's probably the last debate I lost. I be slow roasting you. What you talking about? Nah, I know you don't. Yes, I do, nigga. I don't really get in my bag in debates with you though, because like. I ain't, I ain't got to. And you be getting sensitive and shit. I ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> Nigga be getting mad. Nigga, Greasy Greasy called me and said that the other day because he was watching an old podcast me and him did. And mm-hmm. he was like, bro, what did you do to Big King where he swung on you? And I couldn't remember. And he told me the time frame. And I looked in my memories and my pictures. And I was like, oh, we was in Savannah. I told him what, what I had did and shit. Yeah, I was like, looking back, this nigga Big King always trying to fucking fight me. God damn. And Greasy was just laughing. He was like, boy, that shit is hilarious, boy. I said, I said, one day, this nigga Big Keen is going to goddamn lead the force. And all the niggas that hate me and want to get on my ass, <laughs> niggas just going to lynch me. Nah. <laughs> yeah, your vice president going to be Murph. <laughs> nah, I just, nah. And Domo's just going to go along for the ride. You just had ass, bro. <laughs> That's all. I don't really have no, I don't really... Feel no type of way about nobody. You be getting on my nerves though. Nah, I don't That's do shit all. to you, bro. What else I have for us to talk about though? Why the fuck did I write down that Drake hit Chris Jenner? That was head ass, but we still talked about Drake. Who gives a fuck if Drake Drake hit Chris Jenner? There you go. Who cares? There you go. I want to hit her too because like that bitch is evil. You really think so? Yeah, she evil as fuck. Bro, people that exploit the children, they're fucking evil. I don't know though, bro. There might be some double standards in our society. She a um, cold bitch. Um, I think it was one more thing. Oh, I know what I want to talk about before we got off. I was talking about how, how I'm a bitch ass nigga now. Bruh, I get emotional as hell about everything now. But the most recently thing, excuse me, the most recent thing I got emotional about was I got a homeboy that's on drugs real bad. And which one? <laughs> that's that's where I was getting to. Yeah. 
you pointed it out to me like, bro, we just normalized like drug addicts so fucking long that mm-hmm. like now it's like niggas is like, God damn. Mm-hmm. Just like when we was downtown before and, you know, we was pointing out, you know, one of our friends th- that was on drugs and you was like, yeah, that shit's sad. I would, you know, move this person in with me, you know, try to get this person's life together. And I was like, nah, really, bro. Like so many people be on drugs and it's like niggas just be all over the place with this. Mm-hmm. Bro, do you think we're still in the middle of the opioid crisis? Oh, we had uh, the. This the, ain't even. Tell it. This ain't under, even a height. This ain't even a height of it. It's gonna keep going, and that's why, like, that's the real, like, bro. Anybody out there that got children, bro, pay attention to your children, bro. Give them time. Give them love, bro. Um, and that's me too, cause I know I can put in more time with my son, and have more, instill more values in him to make him feel like he don't need that type of shit, bro. You don't you don't gotta get high to get high, bro. Yeah. Like you don't have to get high to get high. You can you can feel like that just being that nigga and being in your own self and like, you know, enjoying life. Like, bro, I don't know what happened. I know what we know what happened. Like, they start prescribing these drugs like nothing. These doctors out here getting paid to to write prescriptions and like these drug companies just getting rich. We understand we understand what happened, but we was bamboozled. Now we got to pull ourselves out of it. And that's black, white, Hispanic, everybody in America, bro. We have to get off this shit, bro. Cuz this shit is really tearing us apart. And if we don't at least get people sober, bro, like and I'm saying it's drinking a beer. I was thinking that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm saying it's drinking a beer, but we got to get people like off the meds, bro. It's over kind of boring. It is boring as fuck. But, but like, nah, all jokes aside, though, like some some people do have addictive personalities. So yeah. it's like they can't just yeah. do a line today mm-hmm. and not snort coke again for yeah. a year. Mm-hmm. They do a line today and it's like, whoa, that was great. And they chasing yeah. that high forever. Yeah. And, and shit, shit's getting wild. I don't, I don't like to be like, uh, what is it? Holding double standards and judgmental of people like, bro, I know I drink. I know that. But, bro, I'm not out here popping perk 30s every hour on the hour. You know what I'm saying? Bro, let me tell you what my uh, what my addict friend said. Don't laugh. I'm going to laugh. Don't laugh. He said that he, <clears throat> he's not a weak-minded person. He said that they put something in the drugs to that's a thousand times stronger than fentanyl, mm-hmm. and it's used to kill elephants. They put it in the drugs to target and get rid of people like him. I don't know what kind of drugs he talking about. <laughs> that nigga, I, I thought that fentanyl, nigga on, them super, on them super drugs. Yeah, fentanyl top shelf. He said he said it's called like uh, I think he said like confit. I don't even know. Some it was some crazy shit, bro. And Probably. I just like, bro, who the fuck who the fuck wants to put some crazy shit in the drugs to target certain individuals so they won't be great? What type of shit? Why would like you put it in drugs? Why not put it in McDonald's? I done seen I done seen niggas off the morphine and shit, bro. That shit really do like that shit strong. Yeah. But um Yeah, this drug shit is crazy though, bro. Mm-hmm. That's why I it's crazy I'll as never, fuck. I'll never touch another one, hopefully. But um I'll never touch another one. Um, I'm not saying that. Hopefully, for me, and I consider drugs that shit shit that just don't grow from the earth. Like I ain't, I don't want no pills, I don't want no powders. 
I just want like shit that grow from the earth. I ain't, I ain't gonna cap you down. I'm not promising that to nobody. Oh, we know this nigga drug addict too. <laughs> nah, really, I ain't never been the drug type of nigga, bro. I ain't never been either. Like I might, you know, I might eat not some like heavy. Here and there. I'm like a. I, I used to party. I don't party no moto, bro. I be chilling now. Yeah, but I ain't gonna sit here and and, and cap to these people like I'm never taking another X pill again. Yeah, I'm not gonna cap to these people and say that. What if that shit got impressed with some intent? <laughs> head ass boy. I'm editing that part out. <laughs> that was head ass. Yeah, that nigga wild. Nigga, nigga get the rolling. <laughs> Literally. Oh, that God, shit man. head ass as fuck though, nigga. Yeah, nigga, this drug shit is crazy. I'm goddamn getting emotional as fuck. Goddamn nowadays. Um, Trey Trey said I'm getting soft. That is 100% true. I changed by the day. I'm getting older, bro. I'm changing. My way of thinking is different. Who I am is just different. Nigga, the old Slim is... is You're never going to see that nigga again. I'm sorry. So I ain't going to lie. It's not about being soft. It's about realizing your surroundings, bro. You're not soft. You just finally came to the realization of like... We both talk about that shit all the time. Like, bro, at this age in our life, we just thought we would have more people around us that's like... Positive, influential, doing right, yeah. and like we—it's just depressing, bro. It's, it's like, depressing. It's as like, fuck. bro, I want to be able to call my friends and be like, "Hey, bro, let's go to Bahamas, bro." You know what I'm saying? Let's go to fucking. Bro, I told my friend Mexico. last night because we was all at the cigar lounge, and you know that's my spot. Mm-hmm. Them niggas was in there acting crazy as fuck. I was like, mm-hmm. bro, this ain't limelight, bro. Yeah, calm down, sit the fuck down, stop yeah. goddamn talking crazy to the servers. Like, sit the fuck down, bro. Calm down. I just, you know, I thought we was going to be on some different shit at this age, bro. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm probably not the one to speak because I'm not about to sit here and act like I'm perfect. Yeah. But goddamn, I don't know, bro. I know how to act in certain places. And mm-hmm. niggas just don't be on that, bro. Hell no, they don't. That's why it's crazy. Like, when I meet somebody for the first time and they call me mature or call me an adult, I be like, hey, bro, don't, don't put that pressure on me. You don't really know me. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You get to know me, you are gonna be like, hey, 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 this nigga, mm-hmm. he ain't none of that. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, but I watch my boxers, <laughs> so I guess yeah, I'm an adult. I watch my boxers because you know niggas don't watch their draws. That's the number one thing I watch. <laughs> niggas, bruh, bruh. I gotta have fresh draws and fresh. Niggas socks. don't watch their draws. Niggas don't watch their blankets. Oh, niggas don't watch their blankets. Niggas barely watch their ass. That's weird, though. See, you got to have a woman in your life for that. She ain't going to goddamn. I can do it. I'm married, bro. I'm going to do it without a woman, bro. Who the fuck just cashed at me? LaFrida requested $40. Head ass. <laughs> I'm headed in that out, too. <laughs> That's super head ass. But, yeah... Anything else we need to talk about before we get off? Because I got some edits at the end. Nah, shout out to the opioid crisis, man. Don't shout out to the opioid crisis. Fuck the opioid crisis. Get off the drugs. Rehab is expensive, man. Don't waste your money with on Hey, man, we back going strong too, man. Yeah, for real, man. You know, goddamn, on the pod. Come on, bro. Shout out to goddamn. Shout out to the supporters. Like, listening. I'm, let me start copying, man. <laughs> 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 hey, nah, bro, we back going I mean, strong though for real. I've been dissing on this bitch, ain't it? 
Yeah, low key. Yeah, low key. All right, man. All right. More than Master Podcast. We out. Yeah. <laughs>